welcome to another episode of Over Us Today. Very special guest, Mr. Jeremy Knight of the Night. You have a cool name. You might take <laughs> one of the, he might be in one of the top three slots of coolest names in real estate. Daniel Daggers. Yep. Jeremy Knight. Mm-hmm. Matt Leonetti. Yeah. I was so, say Matt Leonetti. Leonetti. <laughs> <laughs> the Knight Group. I mean, that's a cool name too. But Jeremy, thank you so much. You're part of Real Brokerage as well, correct? Right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. We've had a couple uh, real agents uh, on in a row. We've had Katie Day, Tim Macy, and now Jeremy Knight. So yeah, we're taking over the planet, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, this is so not much. a paid episode, by the way. Yeah. We are not <laughs> yeah, yeah. sponsored no. by Real in any shape or yeah. form. Yeah, when shit starts getting stops being polite, when people stop being polite and start getting real. That's right. I've been telling every be single. New, yeah, that should be our new logo. I, I, I'm gonna uh, our motto. I'm I'm not to reach out to Tamir for that one. I've told Katie. I've told Tim. No one's doing it. So if you can uh, do that, I'll for make me, it happen. Pre- yeah, and I'll just, make it happen. Yeah, eighty-five percent royalty, and we're good. Jeremy, thank <laughs> you so much for uh, being on the show. Can for people who may not know you, can you give us your elevator pitch? Who is Jeremy Knight? Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm a realtor out of the Austin area. I've been a realtor for about seven-ish years. Uh, you know, I was always a decently producing agent, and you know, I was spending money on everything, trying to get leads like everybody does. And I started doing video, and I was in a lot of those, you know, realtor groups, and I was creating content that, you know, was like funny realtor stuff, kind of, you know. Uh, not as good quality Matt Leonetti stuff for sure. I don't, I don't have the comic genius for what you do, but I was doing stuff like that. And I realized <clears throat> this is this, my stuff was more focused at agents and not necessarily focused at the intended user, which was sellers and buyers. So um, I started talking with some people about what I was doing wrong on my YouTube channel. Cause I had a YouTube channel at that point. And we started, I started changing my content to be about, what people are actually searching for and looking for in real estate. And my business has taken off in a way I never would have expected. When did you start the YouTube channel into your career? So I've had the channel for about four years, but it was really two years ago that I changed um, what the content was and, and what we focused on. And that's where things like really took off. I mean, with about six months of actually changing my content, all of a sudden I started getting leads pretty much daily. Was there a specific video that kind of blew you up to like the next level or was it just being consistent with the videos? Sorry, give me one second here. Yeah, no problem. Oh, good. He's getting uh he's getting the fucking like a leader. CBS. He's got <laughs> He's got six exactly. right there. <laughs> so, I wouldn't say there was an exact video that really set me off. It was a bunch of content. I think that's one thing, you know, you can have a viral hit on Instagram, uh, TikTok, um, Facebook, all these other places. And it's, it's a little bit harder to go viral on YouTube talking about real estate. But once I had a good catalog of content, so about in, you know, four or five months of good content, um, people started taking me more seriously. And as my subscriber count started to grow, people started taking me more seriously and more seriously. And, you know, got to the point where uh, I was getting burnt out putting out content. So I started a live stream on my channel and that took off, like that took, you know, legs of its own. And so we now have real Migos. It's me and two other guys are, uh, you know, at real broker in, in Austin. And we, I mean, we don't talk about just real estate. We talk about a lot of different things, crypto, all this like crazy stuff. Like I'm half the time, like, what are we even talking about? Um, yeah. Eric should you know, join. He loves, he's a crypto maniac. 
Yeah, yeah right. you, you know, we should actually have you on. That'd be a lot of fun. We get to talk about the metaverse and being next to Snoop's house and all that fun stuff. So, um, yeah, but it, it took about six months. And then all of a sudden I noticed like, man, I'm getting, I'm getting a lead a day. And it wasn't just like, you know, you get a lead from like Zillow or wherever. I'm like, I'm getting a lead and they're like, hey, we're ready to buy. We're pre-approved. We're ready to go. And I'd put them on a contract a week later. I'm like, okay. So I started focusing more on like, little bit more expensive listings and a little bit more expensive stuff. And I would say every month we're closing at least one to two multi-million dollar homes uh, where before that my average price point was in the mid fives. And now our mid, our price point really is in the nine hundreds. We, you know, what's great about what we do is I have, you know, kind of a team pseudo team here in Austin. So all of our stuff, that's a little bit lower. We'll, we'll send that out to the team and then we take more of the higher dollar stuff. So when you get these leads from YouTube, how are they coming in? Is there a specific place on your YouTube videos where you tell people to contact you or is it kind of more, hey, I saw your YouTube video from a couple of weeks ago and they just email you off your website? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake agents make, uh, you know, there's a couple of people out there selling programs and they're part of their program is always have a call to action, have a call to action. I think it's the biggest mistake on YouTube a realtor can do is have a call to action. Like, hey, I'm such and such out of Austin and I sell homes, so you should call me. And you do it at the beginning of your video and people are like, I'm out. Um, so I don't really do call to actions. I give people, you know, information at the end. I basically say, hey, catch me on the next video. And uh, basically those people are coming through. Uh, they come in through my website. Um, they'll call, they'll email, or they'll come in through my website. So all of my information's in, you know, the, the description bar at the bottom. So that's where people are coming to me from a lot of it's coming through my website and into my CRM. Got it. That's awesome. It doesn't even sound like you're really having to nurture these leads. Like they trust no, you. Go. Yeah. They trust you. Right from yeah. That. I mean, that's the greatest part is because um, it, 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 here, <laughs> here's something interesting too. Um, so when people come in, I'll send out an email to them. It's an auto-generated email. It has like eight questions. Like, Hey, thank you so much for reaching out to us. And one of the questions is, are you working with a realtor or are you interviewing realtors? And if people say that they're interviewing realtors, we're like, oh, thank you so much for letting us know. Go ahead and work with that other realtor. Because at this point, I've given you hours and hours and hours of content. If you're not ready to work with me after hours of content, it's going to be a bit And now you're very heavily yeah. focused on Austin specific yeah. content. So what was kind of the thought process behind that? And is that what you recommend other agents do? Like if I'm in Los Angeles, should I only create content in LA real estate or do you think it should be more broad? Yeah. So there's some really good agents out there that have channels that are not um, so niche down like mine. Jeb Smith's a good example. Jason Walters, a, a very good example. They just put out, you know, what's going on in the market in general. Um, those are good and they're, they're making money from YouTube itself. I'm not necessarily making money from YouTube, but I'm doing a lot of business from the people, um, coming into my channel and looking for Austin. So I, I would say, do what you want your audience. Think about what your audience is going to watch. What do you want to consume? And I'd make that content. So if you want to get business out of your YouTube channel, don't be a salesman, don't be a sleazy car salesman on YouTube, but Go on YouTube and, and talk about what people are actually searching for. Think about it. If you're leaving LA and you're going to Austin, what would you what, what is that? 
a foreign buyer buying multi-million dollar homes, what are they going to need to know? And make content around that. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think a lot of agents kind of fall into the trap of when they're doing content creation on YouTube, they think like, oh, I'm going to become a vlogger now. And this yeah. could actually become my source for revenue. But you're very focused on, no, I'm creating this YouTube channel to grow my real estate business. Like I don't right. necessarily, or you don't necessarily care about monetizing your YouTube channel. You're getting the monetization from the leads that are coming with it. So that yeah. niche is really crushing it for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I do make money from you, uh, YouTube, but I mean, it's less than a thousand dollars a month. It's not a ton of money. You know, I could be doing a little more, uh, you know, monetization by doing, you know, click clicks and stuff like that and selling little stuff on the side, but that's not what I do. I do have a second channel where we, you know, you, uh, you came on and, and we talk about kind of helping agents. Uh, there's no sales pitches. I don't have, I have no sales program to sell, but we just talk about, you know, kind of what you're doing here, talking about what people want to hear and, and how they can make themselves better on YouTube, Instagram, all these other things. And that's agent content creators. That's agent content the channel. Creators. So what's, yeah. so why should a YouTuber create like a separate channel? Would it interfere with your other content and kind of confuse the algorithm to have multiple videos going? Or is that the thought process behind that? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, if I started putting that content out there, you know, it was aimed more towards helping agents on my regular YouTube channel. It's going to convolute what YouTube is looking at my channel is going to stop putting it in front of people that are actually searching for my content. They're going to, it's, it's, it's too broad of a thing. I could do that. Um, but for my intensive purposes on my YouTube channel, it, it wouldn't flow. My, uh, my internet was getting all messed up. I don't know if you could tell. Uh, no, I wasn't. Okay, good. I, yeah, I know. You were fucking asking 7,000 questions. I couldn't even jump. I mean, the once. guy's dropping val He's value dropping bombs tons one of after one. Tons of, but I, mean, I wanted it, to get This is an interview. What are we my favorite? My favorite question with them, because he was talking about LA to Austin. Yeah. And this is my favorite question. I need to know. Did Joe Rogan moving to Austin have an impact on the real estate market? That's a, you know, that's a really great question. I think it, it did in, it gave Austin a little more validation. So the thing about Austin is we have, uh, we don't have just one singular uh, workforce here, right? So we have a lot of people in tech. We have a lot of people in the medical field. We have a lot of people um, in a lot of different fields in Austin. And so if somebody's moving to Austin, they're, they're looking to, you know, maybe pay a little less in taxes in, or, you know, income taxes than they would in California. They're looking to get away from some of the politics potentially in California. So they look at Austin because it's a little more similar to California, but it's, it's different. So that's why people, you know, kind of looking at Austin for the most part. But uh, I think Joe Rogan kind of gave Austin a little bit more validation as far as like what Austin is because everybody's seen Austin as this weird place. Um, and I think him coming here and a lot of other people since then, Elon Musk, uh, I think all of that has really, you know, given Austin the legs that it needed to be a, a small, big city. Yeah, I agree. Cause he's, he talks up Austin all the time now on yeah, his podcast. Does. Tom yeah. Segura's out there now yeah. as well, which is awesome. How far away are you from Do you know where his house is? Yeah. Well, I'm about 15, 20 minutes from his house. That's sick. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows where Drake's house is here in Toronto. I, I assume it would be the same yeah. for Joe Rogan. It's like the Capitol building in, <laughs> yeah. in these places. Yeah. 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 No, uh, pretty much. Yeah. You have to, you have to know where he lives just because you got to sell a house next to him. Right. You know, I'm right. not going to sell his house, but you, hey, you want to move next to, uh, to this guy, we can get you in there. Did you yeah, do any sure. videos around Joe Rogan's move or that kind of comedy circle and, you know, the places he mentions on the podcast that probably crushes a video. 
-hmm. I haven't, I've done quite a few videos on Elon just because of what it means for people moving here that are going to be buying, um, that are going to be working for Tesla, what the, the, that move actually means for our economy here. So I've done quite a few videos on that. Not really Joe Rogan, but, uh, yeah, I'll have to listen to more of his podcasts now that I have the C word, uh, Mm -hmm. I've been listening to what I should be taking. So uh, that's, uh, yep. is there a let me, lot? Let me wish you a quick recovery. Yeah. The C word. Is there a, a lot of more people driving Teslas now that Elon's you over know, there? No, I, I don't think there's <laughs> more people driving because Elon's here. Austin's always been a place that, you know, it, is a little bit more progressive. We have a lot of people that drive Teslas before that. I drive a Tesla now and now it's just because it was, it made a lot more economic sense to drive a Toyota Tundra to listing appointments. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeez. I thought a Tesla would have, would have blocked the C word. Yeah. I would just would have blocked yeah, it completely. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Don't they have that technology yet? I think they do. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think once the, um, the Tesla trucks come out and uh, whatever they're building out there at the Gigafactory, once that starts hitting the ground. Yeah. I think Austin's going to be one of those places. It's going to be known primarily for, you're going to walk I mean, right now you're going to, you're going to fly in and you're going to get your uh, Tesla Hertz car and you're going to drive all over Austin. It's going to be great. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. That's sweet. Now back to the YouTube, are you bulk uh, recording these videos and just kind of releasing them every week? Or are you doing week to week to stay up with current events and stuff? All right, let's take a break from the fire. We're spinning out. Uh, Eric. Do you want to make 2022 your best year yet? No. Okay. Well, we're talking next level, triple your transaction volume, crushing the competition, kicking ass, closing deals, and taking names kind of success. Are you sure you don't want that? No, I do actually, now that you just said that. And that's actually what happens when you partner with Boomtown, the number one rated real estate CRM in the game. It's got the tools and tech you need to generate and convert conversation ready leads. These leads are ready to go. To check out Boomtown and see how you can score 750 bones in free digital advertising, visit boomtownroi.com slash overask. Now that's boomtownroi.com slash overask. I do both. So going into the holidays, I, I filmed about eight videos ahead that way because I knew I was going to be running around doing stuff. Um, typically what I, what I do, and you can tell when I bulk because there's not really any relevant stuff happening in those videos. Um, I like to film ahead. And then if I film, if I have like a news event that comes up that I think is going to be a good, I'll shoot that send it to my editor and say, we're replacing next week's video with this. So I try to shoot at least once a week, if not shoot multiple videos a week. And how often are you uploading? Once a week. So we do, I do one, you know, eight to 10 minute video per week. Plus I do uh, the live stream, which we do about two to three hours, sometimes three, it's crazy when we do three hours. Uh, and then we'll do like three or four clips um, that come out like on Sundays. And those clips come out on the same channel also? Yeah, it's all on the same channel. So what time period, you said like eight to 10 minutes is kind of your go-to video. Yeah. Is, is that the sweet spot for you? Is that what you found, you know, holds the most retention? And yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's a great question. So I think, you know, YouTube is definitely for more long form content. So what I'm trying to do when I create my videos is keep people watching them for as long as I can. So you can look at the analytics and see where they're at. I try to get people to watch for about 60% of the video is really my aim time. Uh, You know, a decent video is going to get you about 50%. So 
I found that more and more that I would do 12, 15 minute videos, um, I was seeing like a 40% or 35% retention time. But every time I do an eight to 10 minute video, and I, I, I create my videos for the ADHD in mind because you have to move things so quickly and, and keep people entertained for that short amount of time that they are on there. And you got to get them to click to another video. If, if you're taking forever to get to a point, they're going to drop off. If you're talking about yourself for a minute and a half about how you sell luxury homes or whatever for a minute and a half and don't get to the actual content, people are going to drop off. And so um, I try to keep eight to 10 minutes as my, as my sweet spot. I know like Christina Smallhorn, a good friend of mine, She's doing a little bit more 12 to 14 minute videos now. Um, there's other people that are, have done 20 minute videos. I just find that 20 minute videos are just way too much for me. Yeah, that's a really good point on all uh, across all platforms is like that intro. I see agents with new listings or doing whatever a market update video and they're spending 30 seconds on their intro. Like I'm, I'm fucking out, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I can't, and it's literally just their name, their brokerage what the video is about. It's like, I, I need someone to talk like right away about what I want to hear or right. I'm out. So that's a good, well, point. what I love about your videos is little 60 second videos. Like, Hey Kim, Jeremy's an asshole. I'm like, I was dying when you did that video. I'm like, Oh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> hey Jeremy, I can't believe what Kim did you or whatever that was. That was <laughs> great. That was my favorite video of all time. Oh, thank you, I man. love that one, man. I thank love you. that video. I was dying laughing on that one. <laughs> So we'll have a, I got my stager going over at 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate I it. Love that video. I appreciate it. Actually, Bob Tompkins just texted me. Oh, yeah. Is he, is he, a, is he a friend of yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. He was texting me too. Oh, geez. he didn't text me. What did he say? What are you saying to you guys? Apparently, I'm not following him on Facebook or something. He's upset. Uh, Bob can he get sounds like you. A lot of things. He it's gets like, I know. I always tell him I'm going to fight him because I think I could win. I think, I think I would do pretty well. He's, he's a burly guy. We, we went to a couple of baseball games together. He's a burly guy. Oh yeah. yeah. He always seems to find his way into these conversations with the real agents. He's, uh, he, does. he really, Smart. uh, yeah, he's got a good thing going. I really like Bob. He's pumping out a shit ton of content too. Yeah. He's yeah. great. See him all over TikTok and reels. So are, are you adapting any of this content to shorter form? Like I know you have your clips, but how are you translating your long form videos to TikTok and Instagram or are so, you? Yeah. I, I've stayed away from TikTok for the most part, but I, on Instagram, what I'll do is I'll take, you know um, what I like to do is I take a small um, video. So I'll do like a 60 second video about news that comes out and I'll take that and I'll put it on and basically they're saying, Hey, for more information, go to my YouTube channel for, for longer form. So um, I was doing that up until about Christmas time. And then, you know, uh, Christmas hit and now this. So, uh, I like doing like 60 second videos where we actually talk about like what the news is for the area and how it'll impact the market. And I was doing those at like YouTube shorts as well. And, uh, those were doing really well as, as well. In fact, I had one that went for a YouTube short for real estate went pretty viral. It was like 10,000 views. And it was basically just talking about the market. Like, Hey, uh, these things just came out about the market. It might, impact the market next year especially if you're buying so whatever it was but yeah i feel like those videos would crush on tiktok if you just had a kind of green screen and talked about the austin market or joe rogan's impact on it something like that with a catchy headline like that yeah. tiktok's algorithm is so good at well, the problem putting... with joe rogan being here is that it's harder to get cigars now and, and uh, whiskey's <laughs> become harder to find as well right why because he's just slamming all of them he <laughs> yeah. smokes cigars in every episode now yeah, yeah. it's insane 
Yeah. But, um, there's a shortage. Yeah, so I got, I got one more question that about, oh God. Oh God. no, Go. it's, it's good. It's valuable. Okay. okay. So you said you promote on like, you'll do a reel or something and then say, check out my YouTube for more. So we had Tim Macy on the podcast and he said that you probably shouldn't put a clip to your specific video and that you should put right. a clip to your entire channel. Is right. that something you do also because you're getting he learned people that to... for me? Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So I learned a long time ago. So uh, one of the mistakes that agents make is like, they want everybody to see their YouTube video. Right. So what they'll do is they'll shoot their video. They upload it. They got their thumbnail, their catchy title, and then they'll go onto Facebook and they'll just, link drop that video. Hey, I did this video and the link drop. What happens is, is that YouTube will see that you put that in a Facebook group. They'll see that it's coming, where the traffic's coming from. And then if, if it's not getting watched or, or what will normally happen is that, you know, they'll drop it in a realtor group and a realtor's like watch 30 seconds and they go, Hey, that's great. Let me write a comment on there for you. Right. Or all sub for your sub. The problem with that is it really hurts your analytics. And so it'll hurt that video. So if you're going to do that or you drop a link, like, hey, I just really great video, need to watch it. And you drop your YouTube channel. Now they have the ability to go to your channel and watch or not watch a video. And it doesn't hurt the analytics for that specific video. So if you're doing that, then they have the ability to just go, you know what, I'm not even interested in this. That's actually better for you. But then YouTube saying, okay, people are searching for this content. So that's where, that's where it's helpful to put the link, but not the actual video link. Oh, well, there we go. We're definitely putting the video link. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Even though we already learned it, we've yeah. still been hammering that video. Link. Yeah. I heard you and Tim got into it. He made fun of you on TikTok or something like that. Couldn't, he I, did. No, he, posted he said something and you were like, what? Yeah. I mean, he, he said like, all I do is post memes yeah. and that it's really, and that it's really easy for me as if. You know, we don't have yeah, that an you've entire got media easy. conglomerate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. As if I don't spend 24 hours a day. I mean, did yeah. you see my questionnaire I did last night, Matt? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it took it me three and a half hours. It's very entertaining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some was I gross, but that. it was entertaining. Yeah, it was um, gross. Do you do, is everything organic on your YouTube channel? Are you doing, are you doing paid ads and stuff? So I do zero paid ads. So th this is the greatest part about what I do and how I do it. So obviously I have a, um, an editor now. I didn't for the longest time I edited everything. A long time ago, I was paying for ads and my channel was not growing. I stopped doing that and started doing my new content. And when I started doing that, I paid $0. I run it as a realtor. I run a 90% um, so term, 90% uh, margin. So I, my expenses are super low. My basically my contract coordinator and my uh, um, editor are the only two, two, two things I pay for. That's sweet. How much, how much like do you, what do you do now? Like, is it just YouTube? Is that your main source of lead yeah. gen? Yeah. And that's why I, I, I'm not too crazy on all the other platforms because I know where my bread and butter is. And so um, I've, I've started working more on Instagram and trying to get, you know, to grow an audience on there. So uh, I, I am taking small clips over there, but uh, everything's on YouTube. I don't, you know, I'm not even on Facebook anymore. I, I mean, I'm on there because I'm on Instagram, but that I, otherwise I'm not on Facebook at all. Yeah. And how many people do you have uh, a part of the night group, like agents that you will give like the smaller uh, listings to and stuff? Yeah. So it, it's my wife and I are, are the two main agents on the team. And then I have about four agents that are in my downline uh, with real. 
in locally. And so pretty much anytime I have somebody that's looking in an area that I'm not, or looking at a price point that I don't really want to work in, I just say, Hey, have you met blah, blah, blah. And then I do a nice little intro. Um, and I was doing where, you know, I would get on the call with them and it just became disastrous. So now it's a straight, Hey, uh, thank you for all the information blank on my team uh, covers this area. They're so great because they can find all this great stuff uh, faster than I can. What time do you have to meet? And that agent's already like, you know, messaging them and ready to go. So um, are you, are you encouraging your agents to also create a YouTube channel or is there going to be a spot on your YouTube, your channel for them to do like agent profiles and property tours and stuff, or is it going to be mainly you still? Yeah, I'm really hesitant about bringing. So I have real amigos. Both those guys are, I mean, they're kind of on my team. Um, I'm hesitant to bring a bunch of agents on and say, this agent is on my team and then them talk and all this. I think it dilutes the channel a little bit. Whereas if they come to you, you know, they know, like my wife will answer the call for a lot of these people. And they're like, she's like, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm Eileen. And they're like, okay, they're ready to go. They're, they're ready. They just want to talk to somebody. You know, sometimes some people are really stuck on just working with me and that happens. But the reality is, is that um, I think doing agent spotlights on your channel dilutes the channel. I talked to Katie Day about this yesterday and her and I just have philosophical disagreement about it. I think you're putting too many things on your channel that aren't focusing on the content. Mm. Makes sense. So people, you get people who just want to work with you. That's something Eric's never experienced, but <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. Every uh, episode, huh? <laughs> Look, I am a content creator that has been established at this point. Are you still going to yeah. be saying this in five years? He's an influ He's an influencer. No, influencer, I'm a content yeah. creator. Influencers a have, have changed a lot since uh, I'm a brand creator, a media conglomerate owner. And <laughs> yeah, I like I that. Hit word. a golf ball further than anybody on earth. I've Jeremy, that. Do you I play think, golf? Think... You play golf, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, I gave uh, Eric some pointers uh, when we were in Dallas. <laughs> some hashtag pointers for YouTube strategy. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not on the golf swing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I mean, you got a good set of arms on you. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, your actual strength uh, to hit, to drive <laughs> you the ball. that to every guest. <laughs> every guest, you're commenting on their arms. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying you. I'm, no, oh, I said me. to you. Oh, yeah. okay. I haven't seen it. Jeremy's arms. But I'm sure he has a I mean, nice set of arms as well. Yeah, yeah it's a nice up. set. Some yeah. pythons over there. I mean, that's one thing I'll always give you, Eric. Yeah, you no. will always give me that. That's true. Yeah. He's got great hips, too. That's, yeah, that's thank the you. important part. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Makes for a good swing, I'd assume. Speaking of uh, Top Golf, where I met you, are you going to the uh, Tom Ferry Elite Retreat in Vegas? We are. We awesome. Are. Yes. Cool. Yeah. We will how be there it, as well. How is it being uh, in real estate with your wife? Great question. Uh, that, that is a very, very good question. I was going to ask that. <laughs> so um, it grounds me in a lot of ways because I'm the, uh, you know, I'm the creator, the, you know, the artist, if you will. And she's the, wait a second, let me figure out what you're actually doing. And the analytical part where I'm like, no, here we go. We're going to do this. Like I get to answers a lot faster than she ever will. And that's good in one part, but a lot of stuff gets missed when you come to an answer right away. Like the, so it's, it's good and bad um, <laughs> to answer the question. Uh, it, it, we're a team. And so it, it, there's a lot of challenges of working with your partner because you'll be talking about real estate at midnight. 
Um, yeah. Or yeah, it just never turns off. That's my nightmare. Oh yeah. My and so, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of good that comes from it as well. Yeah, I mean, we've sure. been a really good team for a while. Um, we both have our strengths and we know how to play to each other's strengths now. Did you start your real estate career with her? Like, did you both just say, hey, we're going to become real estate agents as a team? Or how did that work out? No, I started, I started selling real estate within six months. Uh, she was selling like life insurance at the time. And uh, she was working from home at the time. And I walked in the door one day, she was in the middle of a call. I'm like, hang up. And she's like, what? I'm like, no, hang up. And she's like, fine. And so she hangs up. I'm like, quit your job. You're going to start selling real estate with me. And I walked away and she was like, what? So yeah, Damn. that's how, that's how the conversation went down. Wow. If I said that to my wife, she'd punch me in the fucking face. Yeah. We, I have, we have a strict rules here that if anyone talks about real estate after 6 p.m., they're out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty strict Smart. on that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I What about content? Can you talk about content? Yeah, we talk about content all day long. Yeah. I'm having a bad day in content today, Jeremy. My reels audio is not working all of a sudden. Uh-oh, okay. And this this is disastrous for me. So this is yeah. what what we like to call a code red. Yeah. And it could, you know, ruin my day and ultimately my career actually. Only two so, things ruin his day and it's uh crypto. Bad, bad content day and bad crypto days. Yeah. And there's a 90% chance that it's a bad crypto day. <laughs> so <laughs> most of my days are ruined already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's get into a uh, a little bit of a uh, not so rapid round, Eric. Yes. Okay. Well, I still have some more YouTube questions. I'll oh, just okay. throw I'll throw it. I'll throw you at Jesus. I'll throw you these questions in the lightning okay. round. Okay. It's All not, right. it's a not so lightning round because we don't actually know the questions we're going to ask you. Okay. So you don't have to like do a one word answer. You can, you can get into it a little bit. Okay. All right, oh, man, I was hoping for one word answers. No, we're not, we, we're not into it. How do you end your YouTube videos? Quickly. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. The longer you drag on at the end, people just will cut off that last 10 seconds. So I'll pretty much end with, there you go. what did you think? Drop a comment below, catch the next video. That's pretty much okay, it. I'm or I'll say, like watch that. one of these videos. Yeah. I'm going to cool. end the podcast like that because we can never fucking end these things. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a good way to do it. Smart. So, I mean, my, my intro though is whatever the hook is for the video. So loosely, whatever the title is. And then um, it's, it so goes like, <clears throat> here, here's a good example. So, the Austin real estate market, is it really crashing? Jeremy Knight, the Knight Group, your favorite Austin realtor, and then straight into the content. So yeah, I noticed, I noticed you have an engagement tactic at the beginning too, where you say, you know, what are your favorite places to live in Austin or something like that? Yeah. So you already have them commenting yeah. something immediately and, in the video, which is really smart. So, so a video I put out yesterday, I noticed the comments were like out of control and it was about comparing Austin and California. So obviously it's going to do that, but three points during the time, like in the video, I'm like, oh, somebody's going to roast me for that in the comments. And sure enough, somebody roasted me in the comments for that. Cause I just, I couldn't name whatever Silomar was. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that word is. So, uh, or that city is. And so I noticed that even like stuff that I was saying at the end of the video, people are commenting on the end of the video. So it's good to continually engage your audience by, you know, asking you're giving them information, but ask them questions through the, out the video. And you'll see where, people will comment. And if people are uh, commenting on the very last thing you asked, then they're watching the whole thing. And that's good. That's great. Do you try to be a little controversial or polarizing? I'm naturally to... controversial. Yeah. Because like that LA Austin, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a fair argument, but like people are definitely going to have their opinions on it, but I think that's good. 
for engagement. And that's what I like to do. I like being on the line of like, oh, should he say that? Should he not say that? Um, and then it starts a whole other conversation. Well, that, that goes back to having the wife um, as part of your team. I tell my wife a video idea and she's like, you can't do that. I'm like, all right, I know I'm doing that video. <laughs> right. So yeah. like there's times I'm like, this video is not going to be well in the comment section, but here's the thing. Don't take the comments personal on YouTube. People are just going to be a-holes for whatever reason in their life. And I have a standard comment when somebody's an a-hole to me in the comment section and I'm reading it, I just go, oh, bless your heart. I'm so glad you're one of my number one fans. Yeah. And they hate that. And then they comment even more. And guess what? Oh, the engagement. It's so great. It's beautiful. So yeah. I like bless, bless your heart. I would get pissed off at that response. If I was <laughs> yeah. a troll and someone said, bless your heart to me, I would be furious for the rest of the day. Bless, so your, bless your heart. Okay. Well, that's a good one. We'll, we'll use that. Okay. Um, I want to ask my favorite question, Eric. By all means. Okay. Uh, if you had to choose one celebrity, not a real estate celebrity, an actor, musician to join your real estate team because you think they'd be the best fit for the career, who would it be? Oh man. That's a good one. Um, Selena Gomez. Oh, whoa. Oh. That was like, I did not expect <laughs> Selena Gomez. Okay. Just can you elaborate? In the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Selena Gomez. Let, let, let's be honest. If, if I was doing videos with Selena Gomez, everybody would be calling me. So there you go. Absolutely. That's a that fair, is... you don't even think of that. So we picked Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, specifically, Eric did from Wolf of Wall Street. But we were thinking about actually physically um you know doing real estate but we weren't thinking from the way of just getting the most famous person on earth and having them be beside you in a video just but ultimate she's from clickbait right she's there. from texas right so being from texas people are gonna like she's from texas i can get her to say a southern draw pretty easily and we'll just get her on video and it's great it'd be yeah. fantastic smart yeah, content perspective yeah we've always been thinking like who would make the best cold calls <laughs> yeah, exactly. be the most personal but i'd love I, to see leonardo DiCaprio actually you know make cold calls hey i see that you have your houses for sale by an owner on banana street uh right. you know that would be pretty fun i watch. feel like it he'd be. be incredible though like because he would just play a character he would just put himself into a character and he would crush that's yeah. the thing like he's so good have you seen don't look up it's fucking awesome. I have that movie was hysterical. Yeah, it was really that good. movie sucked. What are you guys talking about? Are you about? out the of movie... your fucking mind? Dude, that no. movie was like a five out of ten, if that. Maybe the first 30 minutes was funny. Jonah Hill was funny, but I mean Jonah Hill was a hilarious. Yeah. Jennifer that Lawrence was... was great. Leo was a, it was a total different uh character for him, and I thought he played it fantastic. Yeah, he played like a cool neurotic scientist, I guess, but I mean I, I Jeremy, you, you, you of... sat through that entire movie and enjoyed it. Yeah, I, in pieces. I found that I can't watch a full movie in one sitting anymore. So I watched <laughs> yeah. it like, you know, as much as I could stand for ten minutes, and then watched it later. Yeah, I watched That's... the whole thing straight, and I thought it was great. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, final question. <laughs> okay. The dislikes on YouTube. This isn't yeah. the final question. Though. Okay, it's not the final question. Final question for me. Yeah. YouTube removing dislikes. Is that? good for youtube do you think that's helped your channel hurt your channel do you like it what are your thoughts on it um going back to the controversial person to me i always thought that if you put a like so if you go on facebook right and you do one of those angry faces you can click on the thing and see who's doing the angry faces i want to see who, who's writing the thumbs down is it agents in my market is it somebody that's just angry so i would have rather them go hey you know what 
instead of removing the dislikes, let's show a thing where you can see the username. I want to see who's doing the dislikes. So, I mean, as far as removing it, I don't really care. It doesn't really make a, a difference. I don't, I never looked at the dislikes to begin with. Um, you know, it, it, the more dis somebody disliked the video just means I struck a nerve. So I, I liked when people were disliking videos. I, in fact, when I had all thumbs up, I was like, damn, this video sucks. So did dislikes actually help engagement? Oh yeah. Because yeah. That's why like, so there's, there's a guy who does all these videos about the market crashing. All he does is do the market crashing. And like all these rages, like, yeah, I thumbs down his video. I'm like, you idiot, you're helping him. Like, stop, stop thumbs downing his video, stop watching his videos. And that'll actually do damage to him versus you putting a thumbs down. Thumbs down means nothing. It just is, is engagement. I yeah. liked scrolling through YouTube and seeing videos that had dislikes. Like it, yeah. it made me sometimes, want to watch it sometimes more, more dislikes than the likes. You're like, oh, yeah. what's going on over here? Yeah. Yeah. Getting like, absolutely ratioed. I, I love that. It, it made me want to engage with that video more for sure. I've never disliked a YouTube video in my life. I've disliked them, but I've never actually clicked the dislike button. Yeah. I don't know if I have either. It's like, it seems so irrelevant to me. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm on what fucking Tom Cruise's video and I dislike it. Okay. I'm always worried that people are going to see my actions on YouTube. So I don't want to like any videos, comment on any videos, unless yeah. it's just like a real estate video, but yeah, anything like I don't. political, crypto, like anything like that, I'm like, I, I'm just going to consume it. I'm not going to engage with it. Yeah. I don't engage at all on YouTube. I just watch it for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do, do you watch it for content ideas? Like how the hell do you come up with your stuff, man? That like, like the comic genius in your stuff. I, 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 I'm not that funny. Even That's I nice. Think I'm funny. Thank you. Well, if you ask my wife, I'm not that funny either, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, a lot of my stuff is, I mean, I grew up loving comedy and like comedy movies and stuff. So a lot of our stuff and like we throw off Eric and I throw ideas off of each other now. And it's nice to have someone like that. But a lot of it doesn't come like I don't watch real estate content really for content ideas like I do real life real estate experiences and that's how I get the ideas of like it's just like because it's a shit show some days yeah. and it's like how this it's it's funny how terrible it can be and like you just find the humor in like shitty things that happen and you know I take a lot of inspiration from different movies and stuff like that and yeah I just like yeah. to do it I'm just very passionate about doing it. You know, uh, Eric, I was on uh, my other channel, uh, Agent Content Creators, and he said something that just stuck with me. His agents do a terrible job of showing how terrible this industry is. And I think, or maybe he didn't say it in those words, but it was showing their losses. What was that? Showing their losses. Showing their losses. And so I've done, I've made a, uh, an effort to actually think of that when I'm doing some videos to actually show the losses, because everybody thinks that this industry is just champagne and caviar. Um, it's a really shitty champagne and a really shitty caviar if that's the case. So um, yeah, but yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Videos that, you know, with a thumbnail and a title that said, you know, here's how I blew up my million dollar deal, or here's what happened in an inspection. I feel like those would absolutely cross just nightmare stories. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason Cassidy just did one on his Instagram reels, just telling like an embarrassing story. And then he got a ton of engagement from that. I actually used that for one of my stories, asking agents to submit their most embarrassing stories. And each one of these submissions, some of them were unbelievably disgusting. Yeah. Um, you know, like clogging pipes, crapping without 
the water a running. A lot of crapping. Oh yeah, yeah. I peed in, like... a, in a house one time that uh, they had turned the water off because of the c word, right? right. They're like, don't, we don't want people like using our toilets. I didn't read that in the description. Yeah. And I'm sitting there as my clients coming in, like, hey, how's it going? Trying to turn the water on for this thing. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? So I could flush my pee in this house. That was a great one. A YouTube Jesus. channel dedicated to you know nightmare stories. Nightmare stories, yeah. Absolutely crush. Well, my yeah, yeah sure. my my business uh definitely got better when I started posting more just like relatable content. It was just things, opinions I had and things I would I'm very I'm a very observant person. So <clears throat> I would just kind of talk on whatever the fuck I wanted to talk on and people seem to relate and pick up on it. So it's been cool. If there's a ton of different ways, like the, the content you do, the content I do is totally different, but there's, there's niches and lanes for it. Right. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing. And that's where agents uh, miss the point. They're like, Oh, well I like Matt. So I need to be exactly like Matt or I like Jeremy. Right. I need to be, but you don't take the inspirations from all those things and find your own lane and it'll work for you as well. I hundred percent agree. I mean, I, I was trying to do silly, funny videos and compete with Bob Tompkins back in the day. And I realized that I'm not Bob Tompkins. I'm me. And I'm good at giving people information, telling them how I see what it, what it actually means for my market. And so realtors aren't going to like that because realtors are in real estate. They could care less how I feel about the market. Um, but buyers and sellers, they, they care because it impacts their wallet. And so that's why I do videos. I mean, literally I should do a video called how real estate will impact your wallet. Boom. I just, that's my next video right there. So we go right on See the type us. of inspiration that we provide. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many agents do make that mistake where they try to be funny and there's reels has allowed this also. And it's cool to see agents trying to be funny because that's kind of what we preach is, you know, humor and marketing, but you can tell immediately when someone is just forcing it out yeah. and when you're not being yourself or you're not, uh, you know, posting content of something you're super knowledgeable about, or you're trying to act out a skit, or you're trying to do something kind of in the guise of humor, like a Zestimate joke and you're dancing and there's a, uh, you know, stupid song to it, or you're lip syncing or something like that. Like it doesn't always work. You don't have to be funny. No. And when you're uncomfortable, the viewer Everyone will be knows. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like it's sometimes very hard to watch. Um, but like that, not to say that you can't do something else. Like I say it all the time. Like, why do your friends like you? There's characteristics in everybody that people gravitate towards. And that's what you have to share on video. And then you're going to get those like-minded people to gravitate towards your video. Like, that's what it is. It's not all just, oh, be funny because that's working for some people. Well, and that's the greatest part of it is if you're creating content for an audience and that audience is going to say, hey, we want to work with this guy. The reality is, is you're going to probably have some, a great year in real estate because you're going to work with some great people. I, and that's why like, people, people, if they're shopping on my, on my questionnaire, if they're shopping agents, I don't even bother because if, if you're already not with me, then we're not, we're not going to be a good fit. And I find that the people that come to me, they're ready to go. They found value in my content. Like they're already more educated. In fact, Bloomberg guy, um, I did an interview with Bloomberg and this guy just kept counting me. So how is this impacting your real estate career with YouTube? And just kept counting me. And I'm like, look, dude, people, when they work with me, they're ready to buy a home. One, number two, they're a lot more educated than the average person. So we're going to have a lot easier time 
that's the whole point of the YouTube channel. It's not about how much money I'm going to make. It's about how I'm going to help people actually buy a home and let's both have a successful transaction. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think on that, Eric, I mean, yeah. can you ask your final question? Yeah, sure. It <laughs> <laughs> was daunting. Uh, Jeremy, where can the people find you? Oh, where can they find me? Uh, yeah, where, where's the number one place? Yeah. Uh, YouTube, just YouTube my name, Jeremy Knight. Uh, all my contacts and information's in there. Uh, Agent Content Creators, my other channel. Find me on Instagram at the real Jeremy Knight. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna end, I'm gonna end this like you do, guys. Thanks so much for uh, sticking around. Stay tuned for more episodes. Fucking dis- destroy that fucking subscribe button, like button, comment, subscribe again. We got Watch Jeremy this Knight. Watch video. Watch, Watch that video. Yeah watch all the videos. Okay. 